Hi, welcome back to the HCPN, the Honeycomb Prayer Network. We're excited to talk to you today about part eight in the Garden series, which is to be captivated by the Lord. You know, intimacy has everything to do with your call in life. Whether you're going to be a mom at home, whether you're going to be a doctor, whether you're going to be the next superhero that flies around with the letter S on your shirt. Whatever the case may be, whatever you do has to be first from the place of intimacy and the place of knowing that you were loved. Therefore, you develop and you grow and you consecrate and you do whatever it is that you do in life out of the place of thriving in the love of the Lord. So if we go and we go into this place of what this word is, I think it brings clarity to our life and it helps us understand about devotion with the Lord and strengthening our walk with him. It's actually him that strengthens us, but sometimes we, we kind of get things flipped around. So here's a question that you might want to ask yourself. Are you captivated beyond excitement? Excitement and captivity Activation are not the same thing. I can be excited, but not captivated by a candy bar. However, I can be completely entranced by that, captain, that, that candy bar and not being able to look away from it. So captivation is a little bit more different than the word excitement or zeal. Zeal is passion or zealousy is passion. Those mean different things. Is the Lord the lover of our soul, is he the song of your song? And as we continue on this garden series, we're going to go into what that means to have the song of songs as we go forward and as we go through this series. But go ahead and stay with us. We'll go back to it. So a phrase that I've come to come up with is the daydream of my daydreams. Is the Lord the daydream of your daydreams? Is he your center? And that came out of a, a place of a comment that I heard Missy Edwards make one time. She's a worship leader in, and one of the spiritual leaders of the International House of Prayer. And she said that I want the Lord to be the highest fantasy. I want him to be the daydream, the daydream I'm daydreaming about. So that place kind of cultivated in my life. So I came back to the place of intimacy with the Lord. So, is he your center? You have to really ask yourself this. You may think that the Lord is your center. You may like, oh, I love God because of him. Uh, That's everything I do. But is it really? Is your heart expressing the fact that he is your center? We can find ourselves slipping away from this as we get drawn into different things. The idea of the word uh, captivate, which is the Strong's 163, I hope I said that right for your Greek scholars out there, is the idea of being captive, led captive, uh, making a prisoner or taking captive, to be led away captive, to subjugate and bring under control. That's the effect of what it means when someone captivates a person or a thing or object, etc. Those are the effects that it has. In 2 Corinthians 10, 5 through 6, we may be familiar, you might have read this before, or perhaps you're learning this for the first time, the weapons of our warfare are not 
are not carnal, but mighty through Hashem to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the glory of God. Now, the end of that passage says this, and this is the passage that a lot of preachers and teachers don't hit on, and it's this, when your obedience is fulfilled and the context is in love. So, when we are in love, madly, we will be obedient, and then the warfare will be successful. The warfare in love, when you are captivated by the love of the Lord, then your spiritual warfare is successful. It's not successful in your life unless you're completely infatuated focused on the Lord, not your situation. That's why a lot of issues come in intercession and in ministry is you're not captivated by the Lord's presence. You're captivated by the thing going on. So let's go on and read what Song of Solomon says in 6.5. Turn your eyes away from me, for they captivate me. This is the idea found in Song of Solomon that we will talk about on our next garden series of the place of the bridegroom and what that means. So we're about to explain that on our next segment on the bridegroom and to be captivated. And he is captivated by us. He can't help but be excited about who you are. He sees your frailties and failures and knows you. And he's excited about you. He can see your weak love, quoting Mike Bickle. He has a comment about that, that God sees your weak Love And that comment has transformed my life. So you can uh, go look up Mike Bickle and his research. If you'd like to go see his sermons, you can go to, go to his website and find more information. But that is a little bit about him. So going further into this conversation, Bible Hub defines this to capture as in one's attention or fancy to subdue, to acquire ascendancy over by reason of some art or attraction to fascinate, to charm, to cap, to have captivity of the hearts under their moral guise and serious bearing to captivate the heart. So if you really think that you are doing everything for the Lord, are you just doing it because you know to do it? Or are you so excited? Does your heart come alive? Do you have great emotion? Are you moved with emotion because of experience? So let's go a little bit further. In him, there is understanding. We have the place of the garden that we are experiencing, and we're diving into on all of these segments on the garden series. We're explaining what it is to encounter. It's like in Song of Solomon, the angel is knocking at our hearts. And if you're not sure what I'm referring to, You'll be excited. But the idea of captivation, to be captivated in our hearts, is found in Leviticus 12. And it's this idea of birthing, that you become new. There's a connection with the idea of captivating, where you become new. That this idea of captivation causes you to change, and therefore, you become a new creature. I hope that you've enjoyed this segment on the Garden Series. You can find more of our information if you'd like to contact us on Facebook at the Honeycomb House of Prayer, the 
the HCPN Prayer Network. As always, you can support our ministry by giving on PayPal at HoneycombHOP at PayPal. We'll put that in the, the podcast description. We're excited to hear about what the Lord is doing. If you'd like to reach out to us, we'd love to know how these podcasts are impacting you. Feel free to follow us. If you have just found us here, we'd love to be of an encouragement and a resource in your walk with Yeshua in the light of who he is. We want to be able to cultivate things in your life that brings you into a deeper place of devotion. I hope that you were encouraged today. And as always, we will see you next time on the HCPN, the Honeycomb Prayer Network. My name is Shana Moshe. And until next time, shalom, and may the grace of the Lord be with you. Shalom Aleichem.